0: You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.threcr.org.au. crorgau have still got hands up. Now, 6:45.
1: I'm amazed at what I am I say what wanna
2: think that the company <laughs> stinks Yes, I'm a union <laughs> man <laughs> <Tell them laughs> I'll be voting with them all With a hell of a shout It's out, brothers out And the rise of the company's fall
1: Personal. I think we're on.
3: Well, good morning, listeners. Welcome to the PR. Uh, fire Up program on this balmy Thursday morning. And, uh, first up, first up, first up, we got, uh, sad news of the severe accident over in Western Australia with, with the, uh, release job where the, the, the glass, whatever it was, canopy I suppose collapsed and uh, there was a fatality and two serious injuries. Now we're not a hundred percent sure whether it was a roofer, a glazier, labor, lager, uh, sorry, scaffolder or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Someone has lost their life and uh, construction work and, and two severely injured. And numerous in men of people who were so lucky that had it been five minutes earlier they would have been they were all amassed underneath that. There would have been a hell of a lot. Um Goes to the young fella's family. He was only 23. We haven't got his name because his relatives across Australia haven't been notified as yet. So that's a sad note. All the land jobs yesterday went into overdrive on the safety. Done a safety audit as part of the BIG and in construction Industries protocol. Went through and uh, safety is paramount at the moment. And these sort of accidents just you know really shouldn't happen in today's day and age. And unfortunately it has but uh you know from all accounts everything was done right it'd be an engineer ticked off somewhere along the line that it was the right way to go and obviously it wasn't so condolences for the young fella's family and all of his friends over in comrades over in western australia
1: yes shit news andy um especially uh being around the time that the Westgate, which we'll touch on later on in the show, also an engineer's fault. So uh, again, until uh, they do their investigation and, and the, uh, you know, the reasonings behind it come out, unfortunately, there's a mother and a father that aren't going to have their son for Christmas, maybe a partner there as well. So we've all got to remember a young 23-year-old uh, goes to work and, and doesn't come home. at you know it, it knocks us all about so it goes to show you the industry you know
4: it's a high risk industry at the end of the day so don't let anyone tell you you know there's people out there we get paid too much we take too many RDOs and all the rest of it but every day we go to work and we risk our lives so that's the sort of industry we work in.
5: Well you said the Westgate Bridge uh, Paris that was 50 years ago today um you know, fifty years later, we're still putting up with these fucking—excuse t- me, my language—terrible uh, incidents on site. So, you think we would have um, learned something over fifty years? But we're, we're still having these tragedies on site. We've got to. Uh, well, going a bit. well,
3: you're right, Simon. And any safety committee on site, and our delegates with, and our brothers with the safety and the ETU, will tell you that a it's a, a, a daily uh, bash with some builders. as you've got. <coughs> A lot of them turn around and just say, well, you know, that's right, it'll be right, she'll be right. Well, when it's not right, it's, it's not a Band-Aid fix. It's normally a loss of limb or a loss of life. It's a very dangerous industry, and we harp on it, and we, and we will continue to harp on it, because one life is too many lives lost. And
5: and j- even doing the uh, side audits yesterday, I happened to do one down uh, the peninsula there on the Lendley shop. We're still picking up stuff that should have been fixed and uh, shouldn't be on some of these... Um, Safety walks or safety audits. So, you know, lift your game, uh, some of your builders out there. Um, as I said, they, some of these uh, issues on the uh, on
1: our walkers, they shouldn't have been there. They should have been fixed. And a lot of it does come down to complacency, Simon, of, oh, I've, she'll be right, I've done it 500 times before, it'll only take me a couple of minutes, Well, often that couple of minutes is, uh, is, is the end of it. Yeah, and typically at the end of the job or the
4: end of the year when everyone drops their guard as well. So just look out for your mates out there and just be aware that,
0: you know, things can go wrong, but we're all all there to look after each other at the end of the day. And and spot on, Johnny, leading up to the end of the year, statistics always show this time of the year is always the high-risk time of the year, unfortunately. Um, This is where a lot of accidents do occur for whatever reason, maybe leading up towards the end of the year, I switch off. Sometimes we do take it for granted. We do it every day, in and out, you know. But always take care, look around, and take nothing for granted and make sure wherever you're working, you know, have a look around, make sure things are, you know, in place and, and the safeguards
1: are there for you. And uh,
3: we're blessed that a few years ago, if everybody remembers, a couple of fitters that were in the scissor lift which toppled over and, you know, by the grace of the maker, who, whoever that is, that the, these fellas... Lives were spared, but uh, that could have been. It was a tragedy avoided, and it's complacency we all do it. And you get in a routine, you do your same things day in day out, and become that good at it that you do it second nature. But it doesn't take much for a little a little slip up. And as we've said, that uh, when there is an accident in our industry, it's it's normally not a band aid fix or a scratch. It's a it's a loss of limb or or unfortunately lives. But That's right. We we, we
1: don't want to prophesize or or read in to what happened in this case because we don't know yet. But generally things do come down to supervision and just the fact that it's an apprentice, uh, was he being supervised in the task he was doing, we we don't even know. So until it comes out uh, with the investigation and we'll get our hands on that investigation form just so that we can then take it on to our jobs in here in Victoria to make sure that we don't follow the same mistakes or yeah. we don't have history repeating itself. Correct, exactly.
5: Okay. Talking about history, uh, the old Westgate, we probably should touch on that. Uh, Definitely, yeah. Talking about yeah. tragedies in the in- industry, but 35 uh, men died on that uh, project um, 50 years ago and there was 18 uh, critically injured. <sighs> uh, I believe today because of COVID, generally we get down to the Westgate, as a memorial and um, pay our respects. But today, obviously, because of COVID, we can't get down there. I think we're going to do it next year. Pay pay the 50 year tri- tribute, but we're going to have a minute's silence on the jobs
3: like we do anyway
5: on the majority That's of the. That's nice. oh, fantastic. And at 11:50,
3: and even though it was it's, it was it's still Australia's worst industrial tragedy, where 36 workers died. It could have been a hell of a lot more had it been five or ten minutes later. So. Um, you know, and, and again, there it was, it was concerns, if you read into the history of it, the workers on that bridge were concerned for months, months, not days, not hours, but months prior to it coming down about the structure and noises and they'd hear. Engineers, God love them, went out there and uh, said, no, no, it'll be right, she'll be right, it'll be right. And We're not going to blame them because one of them lost their lives as well.
1: Yeah, so, but, uh, but when the two spans actually finally met in the middle, they found that one was about you know, quite a, a foot higher than yeah. the other. Yeah. And so some hair-brained idea was to put a whole heap of concrete eight-tonne kettle balls on the actual bridge itself to try and lower it down it, yeah. so that they could meet. Now, it, oh, oof. in hindsight, or, you know, I, I suppose if someone's wearing a clipboard, a shirt and a tie and tells you that he's done the computations of it and that's why we're always asking for an engineer's report on site and we also want a uh, uh, an engineer's report that's not just coming from the builder, it actually has to come from an independent engineer now because we've learned to not just trust uh, the builder with his shirt and tie on and his engineer, because uh, obviously we, we've paid the price for it.
3: And just, just on that, that the design of that job, there was two other bridges around the world that, that collapsed with the, uh, identical um, uh, design. There a box girder design, it was new at the time, and uh, there was problems with all the way through with it. But Touch wood, the bridge don't come down again, No, when I'm on it anyway driving into work.
4: Yep. Has anyone seen a piece of the um, the Westgate den at Monash? Yes, yeah.
3: it's huge, yeah. At
1: the University of Engineering. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. It's yeah. still just ripped like a piece of paper. Like, wow. picked it up and screwed
3: in the ball
1: and threw it. It's unbelievable. Yep. So, uh, Yeah, well, it'll be fantastic on site to see everyone turn off the cranes and everyone just a minute silence at, at 10 yeah, to 12 today out of respect for our, our fallen workers.
3: And that doesn't mean nobody can go down to that memorial in your own time and have a look and just pay your respects either. Um, Channel 9 tonight, I believe, there's a documentary talking with Danny Gardner a couple of weeks back. That, that lots of people have put a lot of time and effort into the special that's that's on tonight about the Westgate Bridge. Kenny, so, Kenny the Plumber. Kenny the he's Plumber. He's hosting he it. What's his name? He, he helped Organise it and uh, it came our opinions with my great uncle. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm talking to his members. All right, well, I've got to. suit.
1: Off to a job. We're talking EBAs at the moment, which the boys will cover on. Where are you going, Paris? Uh, Gary Barker's job. <laughs> Gary, and Gary Barker. All so right. All right. Good luck. And
3: good luck. Paris has left line. the building. Go so, it Moving on. <laughs> Our EBA sign.
5: Yeah, it, obviously Paris is going down as it to the boys to endorse the EBAs, and the, all our organisers have been going around the traps, speaking to the um, speaking to the members. There's a little bit of confusion out there with some of the members. Some of them thought the uh, notice of representational rights was actually uh, a non-ABA agreement. <laughs> um, yeah, some of the questions up the floor yeah, amazed me a little bit, but um, uh, we've uh, we've got the. Um, Agreement uh, certified by the ABCC, I believe, last Friday. Yep, which is the first step. And then uh, we are just waiting for yeah. fair work to uh, certify it, and away we go. And so, just on the rep
0: rights too, Simon, a lot of guys are getting confused. Do they have to do anything or anything?
2: It's
0: the employer's responsibility to send out the rep rights. That's what they do. And the boys don't have to do nothing. All they do is just receive it, read it, and that's what it is. Well, that's, that's the
3: way, that's the, way the, new, the new way things have been getting done. Nowadays, because years ago we'd done the agreement and uh, the, the companies read it, read it to the blokes, and away you go. But now with the ABCC double C and everything else oh. coming on, coming on, uh, the blokes are getting notice of representative rights, which is another formality which we have to do, That's and right. they're not used to it. Yep. So yep. it's a new fangled.
5: Well, years ago, and that's right, the the agreement was between us and the employers, um, the union the employers. Now there's a third party, which is the government, and uh, obviously they don't want uh, union agreements. And um, so it's just the process. They just made it a lot harder for us to get agreements up, um, put a lot of hurdles and uh, potholes in the way, but um, things take a a lot... a lot more time than they used to. As I said, it used to be between us and the um, the employers. Now there's a third party involved, which is the government, and they, they, they're just putting every hurdle in, in, in the way to get the agreements up. That's all it is. They're just holding up the process, you know. Everyone just wants a bit of um,
4: clarification and move on with it. You know, we want to rock and roll again, Get back, get the boys back to work. And um, keep this industry going because we do we do pay a lot of tax and we keep a lot of um, people afloat, especially in these times with job keeper and job seeker. So we need the industry to, to really get back to to what it was.
0: So the process is out there for anyone that wants to know. Um, it's a 22 day process, I believe, or 21 days. You receive your rep rights. You have seven days access to the agreement. Then after that seven days, you can vote on the agreement.
5: That's right. It's still it's got to be certified by Fair, Fair Work, and then we send out the agreement to all the members. Um, your your employer will. Uh, you get seven days to read it, and it will go to a vote. I don't know how we're going to go to a vote, whether it's by email yeah. or, or whatnot. Um, and then um, basically from there on, it can the the, the pay can be. A, the increase in pay can be paid now. Yep. Uh, a lot of the employers that I've spoken to, the majority, have said they're going to back pay it from October the 1st. Yes.
3: And just on that time, it, 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 our members, a lot of our blokes have been a bit with and, and rightly so about the, the length of time it's taken to get these agreements, but what you've got to understand is it's the ball game has changed completely, as in we could have had them, wouldn't have mattered how long ago we had them uh, agreed to. Um, but when the C and Fair Work step in, they can hold on to it and they do, because they don't want us having agreements, as in evidence with ours taking so long and the C from the use as well. Which could have taken a lot longer too, And Could have taken a lot longer.
0: So, fair effort that we got this over the line long- pretty quickly.
5: So, if any companies or any boys out there haven't been given their notice of representational rights, ring the union, ring your organiser, and we'll get on to your employers. <coughs> Righto. All
4: right. You so we a song coming up. Yeah, we'll cut to a track. Andy, what are we what are we playing? Well, you got it in front of you. Yeah. Mark Seymour. It's a tribute to the Westgate um, Westgate Bridge. So away we go. The
3: great great Aussie band, Hunters and Collectors.
2: Thank you. Dream of many things Superstars are bizarre
3: Yeah, no, no, no good yet. song,
5: good song, good, good song. Australian dance, Freeman, yes. Mm. Well, now, just back to, on the EBAs, boys, uh, pay increase uh, 1st of October. Uh, majority of the contractors uh, have agreed to back pay it. Um, we're getting posters around the jobs, the new calendar, the uh, next year's calendar, 2021, and just with all the increases that you'll receive on the... Um, uh, uh, with the eBAs there 's a little bit of confusion out there regarding the inca link the the twenty dollars extra in the inca link and the um the insurances, but we'll make it as clear as mud on these posters no doubt uh, Bob for marketing will get says uh, <laughs> <laughs> <get some credit laughs> yeah, so you get
3: it by Easter next year. <laughs>
5: So you should say them around the jobs too. If you haven't seen an organizer or just make it uh, clear that, um, what you, re- you receive. In your, in your yeah, yeah
3: just, so, just to clarify that sign, we couldn't get them out any early because we had to wait for the A B To kick right. off I'm and make sure it's legit. Thank you, <coughs> So the new, new hip parade this week, number one on the hip parade is the face mask. No longer can you wear a rag or a sock or a scarf or a jimmy, what whatever you call them, mm. right over your head you have to wear a proper approved KN95 mask, especially when you're going in, in the Alimax. Now, this is not the, the union's call, this is from the DHHS. Uh, the, the mask with all the union trade unions, which you, which you can buy in the chemist, we believe they're perfectly all right. You can wear them when you go shopping and everything else, but if, you, uh, if you're if you on site and if that, builder, that particular builder uh, states that you've got to wear the KN95, whatever it is, specific. That's what you put in your pocket, fellas. When you're working on site, wear it. And when you're going to your car or you're doing a bit of shopping with the kids, you want to wear your other one by all means. But uh, that's that's the new norm. Yep. Major cities, jobs in the city will be getting uh, posters made up, a uh, you know, case signed by the BIG and all the trade unions that it, it is a, a COVID uh, um uh, what's the word on it? Uh, got me something?
4: Uh, the revision? No, no,
3: no, no. They're working in with the DHHS anyway. Approved, COVID-approved site. That it's it's um, applying all the all the safety measures required. That's uh, those places will be on the front of the, of the job. Mm. Uh, but there is a lot of nasty builders out in, yep. the, out, in the suburbs, not too far from our own ring of steel, around Footscray and North Melbourne and South Melbourne and Richmond, Collingwood, Carlton, Fitzroy, etc., etc., where they're not really compliant with, with the, the, we believe, not compliant with the DHHS rules, um, maybe WorkSafe can go out to them and have a look at some of those jobs.
4: And that's where the message has got to get out, um, Andy, because, yeah, these revisions have been put in place to keep this industry going now. Those guys out in the suburbs or further out there, where they're not doing the right thing in terms of COVID and um, the PPE. Well they don't want to be. Yeah, they don't want to be on the front page of the Herald Sun because they've formed a cluster and shut down the whole industry. So, you know, a second or a third wave, I should say, of this would be devastating for everyone.
0: So we don't need that. Yeah, for the whole industry across the board. Right, Johnny. At the end of the day, we're all in it together. We all got to do the right thing, and everyone's got to follow the. Yeah, uh, the the COVID plan. That's what, what it was. What about around.
5: that trucky? The
0: truckie. Oh, yeah,
3: I, mean, I was going to say truck driver. Well, <laughs> right. you can see
5: how quick it spread. Yeah. Honestly. Um, anyway, yeah, as he um, stuffed up? Um, hey, Given a few fibs.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully yep. this weekend, boys, on a Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. our good mate, Dan. gives us some good news. Give us some news where <laughs> you can start opening up Victoria a little bit. I mean, I'm speaking supportive of it too, even I'm going to be sick of it, but uh, yep. you know. Wouldn't mind just going down a pub and having a an parma in a couple of
5: Lovely pot and parma.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, look it's all for the greater good of mankind, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But
1: uh,
3: uh the other week Simon, so, um, we we'd said a Cheerio to Ralphie who, who's retired. Then yep. good on him. No, I haven't listened to the Concrete Gang. How did they go without Warren? Oh, oh geez, terrible. Did they struggle? <laughs> did oh don't eat they? Jesus, you've got to lift your game, mate, you'll be in the draft. <laughs> so, yeah.
5: they were. You'll be uh, like the, the Bombers. They'll be, they'll be drafting you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he struggled, did he? Put you in the, uh, on the bench. Did he don't nah, he... mind having a dig at <laughs> <it>? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah no, nah, give him a go. He'll be right. <laughs> oh, he's been doing it a while. Don't worry about our brother. But uh, the things, of, you know, a bit of warmer weather. People starting to walk a bit more of a spring in their step. Uh, the Grand Finals, less, less than a uh, fortnight away. I
5: didn't think we were going to mention footy. Um, yeah. That's been something to watch. Oh, uh, you know, start of the year, it was terrible. You know, the crowds, crowds and no noise. Everyone thought you may as well not just cancel the season. But you know, in the last couple of weeks, since the finals and towards the end of the, the season, it was, it's been something to watch and um, just a bit of normality, I suppose. Um, and the Mighty Tigers are firing. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? It's not terrible. The finals is not yeah, in there. So friggin' terrible. So that's normality, isn't it, It's good to see them get beat. The last yeah, week. cracking Yeah. They um, got this, moving on. No, Richmond, uh, Brisbane Friday night, and then Saturday. No, Richmond. Sorry, Richmond Port Port and Port Adelaide Friday night, and then and Geelong, and, Geelong Brisbane. and
3: Brisbane.
5: Yeah. Here's my prediction. I
3: reckon it'll
0: be a Richmond and Brisbane Grand Final. There you go. I kind of, yeah, I agree
3: with that. I'm never right, but I'm just saying that. Anyway.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we've got the
4: um, we've got the public all the AFL parade on Friday, which I don't know if there's going to be a parade or not, right, but I, anyway. I don't think
3: there'll be a parade, Jimmy. yeah. <laughs> Right, do something
4: different in other states than Victoria, but that's what I'm suggesting. But um, no, it will be a day off for everyone. Just, just it a is a
3: public holiday. Public holiday. Just to confirm, so there's no confusion. It is not a lockdown weekend next weekend, not this weekend, coming yeah. the following weekend. All yeah. right. Yeah. So you take the, well, you'd be taking well, you will be taking the Friday off because it's a public holiday. But if you're not, you're not going to watch the cox plate and then the night grand final AFL, and then the NRL grand final on the Sunday and you want to work, you can work. You can.
4: It's,
3: it's, lot it's not a lockdown weekend. It's a normal weekend, but the Friday is a public holiday. Yep, there you go. And
0: uh, one more thing too, just to let everyone know out there, the office is up and going at the moment because I've been getting a lot of questions out on the floor. Is the office open? Yes, it is. Yes.
5: And union tickets, everyone should receive their uh, invoices in the mail. We've uh, held off. Because of the COVID, a lot of folks were obviously at home. Out of work. Uh, out of work because of the uh, restrictions, 25%, etc. So um, by the 14th of um, which was yesterday, you should have received your yeah. uh, invoice in the mail, boys. Majority uh, have. Yeah, has. and, it,
4: and yeah. like we've said in the past, Simon, it's a case-by-case basis. If you haven't worked, you know, you can speak to someone and um, and sort of fix that up accordingly. So. Yeah, we were just
3: talking we were just talking during the break there. We were going to listen to Mark Seymour, but we didn't that uh, the jobs that come up, Johnny, you've got the, the the good news is that the yep. uh, Footscray Hospital is definitely going ahead and it's been it's been uh, multiplex, we believe at this stage, they're uh, going to be the builders. Now, talking to my, my mate Decker from the CFMEU, uh, they believe they're going to have roughly about a dozen cranes on their job. Right. And it's going to go for four to six years. And uh, we, we believe we'll have anything up to 400 of our members alone. Yep. on that particular job. So there's that. Fantastic. So on, the Heart Hospital is up and
5: running. You've got uh, at yeah, the Heart Hospital that's slowly uh, taking off and then we've got the proposed uh, uh, Frankston Hospital which is about a $600 million job. $600 million so, job. Yep. And
3: we've also, also got the mount.
5: tunnels,
3: Yep. the stations. Billy was talking to uh, the appropriate people yesterday and they look like hopefully next year maybe starting to get some some blokes down there, so Pressure, look, there, yeah. there is some work coming up. This lull was always going to happen, but COVID obviously made it a hell of a lot worse. So hang on to your hats, boys. Look, I know it's easy for us to say, but uh, there is work coming up, and uh, in, in a couple of years' time, I believe we'll be, we'll be struggling to get the amount of plumbers and, and whatnot that
5: we need. Just on a bit of regional stuff too, we've got the Wontaggie Hospital as well, which is um, about to any, start any minute now.
3: So. We've well, the boys we, in the Gippsland area. Once we can, we'll have to do a run-up at Gippsland time because we haven't been up there for a while. Obviously. No, we it's been and a week, our, week down there. Our members are ringing up and yep. they're you know, here for us to get up and say hello. There's, there's also word on um,
4: Ballarat Hospital as well, so these are the sort of projects that we need.
0: Box Hill Hospital is just starting to fire up too,
4: so there's yeah. a bit out there. So
3: there's work coming up everywhere. And Moulton...
4: Melton Hospital is another one that—that's probably another six months away. They've got a but, hospital there. Yeah, they're going. Well, Melton's um, come a long way as a lot of people moved into the area, so they—they they need a hospital, um, and that's going to be another one point five billion dollar project. like the yeah, You know,
3: Bacchus Marsh is the hottest place in Victoria. This is near Melton. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The most common
5: form of transport is in Bacchus
2: Marsh. Stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> Started snapping on the western span. They sounded like machine gun fire. You should have heard.